Okay. Hello, friends, and welcome to a new interviews of a series with guild leaders and key opinion leaders in our industry, Web3 Gaming, Guilds, and the Metaverse. I am Jeremy, co-founder of Crypto Guilds, LinkedIn of the Metaverse. We connect guilds, games, and players. Today, we have the pleasure to interview Konstantin uh, from Liberty Gaming. So Liberty Gaming, uh, I think, started as a, a crypto gaming guild. It's morphing into uh, more a GameFi hub, GameFi platform. We'll uh, dive deeper into that and in all things related to Liberty Gaming pretty soon. But my first question for you is, uh, who are you? Who is Konstantin? Uh, so I'm a marketing geek, I would say, and gamer myself. So I'm really lucky. Like if you are, if your job is your hobby, you're not going to work any single day. I think that's the quote of Mark Twain. Basically, uh, you know, I kind of, in my, in my work, I combine my two passions. Like I told you, it's marketing plus it's gaming and uh, blockchain gaming, that's my, you know, another, another passion that I've been into, I think for more than a year already. Originally, I'm coming from traditional gaming, uh, from esports, uh, but not as a player, but from the, you know, manager side. So I've been working uh, in, 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 in marketing sphere on both agency sides and client sides, like, like they say in, in this, you know, advertising sphere, right? And uh, I am, you know, kind of, and at Liberty Gaming, I also kind of had my personal evolution, just like the project from uh, CMO to managing director. And right now I am, uh, you know, kind of uh, responsible for all the operations inside, inside Liberty, along with our, uh, like I call them big bosses who are responsible for the whole group, right? But I'm focused on, on Liberty Gaming. And, you know, I'm really looking forward. Like it's kind of, it's not like bad luck, but still some luck that I'm, you know, managing this project uh, against, you know, the market conditions and the better market that we have right now. It's all this, you know, uh, spoiler or disclaimer, we are not in any way damaged by the FTX stuff yeah, that was about to be one of my questions but yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you yeah. cover it straight of, away yeah a lot of a lot of my friends they kept asking me this but but we are not somehow damaged by this yeah so so it's about me so in a nutshell i am you know um i am kind of relatively newcomer to to the sphere of crypto if i may say so generally right but mm -hmm. it's not like it's my kind of first project ever no i mean crypto is just another another sphere when i can apply the knowledge and experience that I got from my previous previous job places. And like a couple of weeks ago, you can congratulate me on that. It was like my one year in, uh, at Liberty Gaming. So it was my anniversary. Then. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So so basically, that's it. That, that's who I am. You know? All right. So interesting uh, background in marketing and traditional gaming and esports turned into uh, crypto uh, more recently. So your role at Liberty is a chief uh, marketing officer, you said, and now you you, or okay, and uh, so like you know, like I I always I always kind of use the words MD, which stands for uh, for managing director, but also it stands for uh, medical uh, uh, kind of 
something yeah. I, I like to say that it's not managing it's medical because you kind of okay. you have to you have to you kinda treat all the heal, diseases you know? that you're having <laughs> yeah 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 you have to be like being a marketer you always have to be along with with a manager you need to be uh, a psychiatrist right drink yeah. like they say in in the u.s That's true. right and you need to think about the people's behavior the 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 your your own team's uh, f- philosophy mentality all of that stuff yeah Okay, so maybe before we we dive uh, deeper into what Liberty uh, Gaming is, I would like to have your definition of what a guild is. What is a guild for you? Uh, so for me, this is the uh, so so guild is a tool or a platform, whatever you call it. I like the word tool more. That lets uh, that that lowers the threshold for uh, gamers. To enter the blockchain gaming world, right? This mm-hmm. is, I think, the main definition, because I like I like you know the the short ones, uh, and one of the and one of the things that also like what 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 a typical guild as a is a business uh, model does is basically uh, the mass adoption of crypto, right? Because it enables you to to get into blockchain gaming from traditional gaming or from even outside, right? Like for instance, many mm-hmm. scholars many gamers that we have right mm-hmm. they even have their uh, their families playing their parents and i highly doubt that, that their parents were into into traditional gaming before they started playing blockchain games right okay so it's a tool a guild is a tool for yeah. a uh, like a increase or uh, make a user acquisition for web3 games yeah. basically uh, yeah. better improves yeah. user acquisition yeah. This is definitely a definition that echoes with what what I believe and what we do as well in the ten in the sense that guilds for us are a way so to to boost your engagement in your metaverse or in your games in a decentralized environment. So you're not gonna be relying on user acquisition in social media like uh, or in Apple stores or Google stores, but you are going to bridge. Uh, uh, with different communities, which are guilds who have their own audience and their own uh, different kind of reasons to participate in the game. Um, sure, sure. So- like but, you know, like one of the one of the things that probably I, I would add, right, is that uh, I always try to think like any any business that you have, not only in pizza but anywhere, like selling whatever mm-hmm. delivery, grocery delivery, flowers. I don't know, selling beautiful beautiful cups or whatever. It's all about mm-hmm. the clients, right? It's yeah. all about the the the, the people that, uh, that that buy your products or or services, use them, right? And how it how it is differentiated from the others, and what pains like it heals, like like a doctor, like I told you. I saw that. Uh, so Liberty Gaming, uh, you uh, raised money. Uh, I think one of the lead investor uh, is uh, Animoca Brands. Yeah. Uh, if I'm if I'm correct, you you raised uh, like a, a seed round, maybe something like two million dollars. Uh, I uh, maybe I don't have the correct uh, figures. So can you tell me more about about that? How it happened? Uh, who are your investors? And yeah, tell us more about the basically, story. Yeah, of course. So basically, we 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 started like in November November 2022 and. Um, Sorry, November November 2021, yeah. and uh, yeah, and uh, uh, back then, 
like you know life was really different like comparing to november 2020 life was beautiful <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> life was super beautiful <laughs> no and life is not like, beautiful it's oh, ugly yeah 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 like you know you know like comparing comparing two months like like 12 months 12 months after right yeah. it's like whole different world and everything but back yeah. then back then you know kind of the, the the market situation was a bit different right so we we started as guild right and our mission was to like back then it was to create a stable um like to become a platform to become a broker mm -hmm. between games and between players like what what yeah. a typical guild does right yeah and and at the same time since our founders uh our founder sorry he uh trading uh you know he has like uh, this passion for for raising for raising and for trading right like like some classy trading like derivatives. When you say you're, you're founder, you you mean Tom, right? It's, it's Nikolai. It's Nikolai. Oh, okay. It's uh, it's Nikolai. It's the uh, like because Tom, Tom is more about like he's the commercial director of the whole group, if I may okay. say so, right? And the okay. group comprises different projects. So it comprises us. It comprises Skylaunch, which was the product that uh, was launched before before Liberty, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and Matrix Capital, the fund. So what I, what okay. I what I was saying so back then the 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 thing was really uh, if i may say so quite simple right mm -hmm. so the idea was to gather as many gamers as possible connect them with the games using using the resources of a, of a fund to also kind of invest into these games and the the like the roi on the money that that investors would bring and 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 like retail investors plus institutional investors right individuals their why will be based on how many games we have on how many you know kind of uh, nfts we have how many games we have right and the model was quite clear and our our initial plan was to make a super quick uh, quick launch by the end of uh, not by the end of even by by christmas Mm -hmm. because it, like one of the one of the tips that i have for 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 everyone that is watching is that so since december is coming uh don't think that you have time till the end of the year i think around december 20th everything will be that yeah so you will done. have no calls no like meetings nothing guys everyone will be on on holidays so you should and that's should good go. and that's good we should take holidays a bit yes that's for sure that's for sure i'm, I'm really looking forward to christmas holidays and new year holidays <laughs> never in my life um yeah but uh <laughs> yeah like and 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 back then and back then the yeah and so and so we, we were aiming at 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 launching by the end of the year and mm -hmm. we we didn't do that because mm -hmm. of many reasons but mostly because we we have we we didn't close the, uh the cap table back then mm -hmm. and and we were and we were or something is wrong with the connection um okay. yeah yeah uh the um uh and and we were about you know to so we let, let's say every week that we had something something big happened right we had so mm -hmm. many events coming so many news coming uh week after week uh but the situation was that uh we just didn't have enough weeks till the end of the year and then january and then around you know january 15th everyone woke up right and then the war started and then mm -hmm. everything everything was like and, and, and you still managed to so you still managed to 
close the round? Uh, how how long did it take you, basically? So, um, so the active phase, I think it was around uh, five six weeks. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But you know, like it's kind of a long process because we we haven't announced that we closed the the the, the cap okay. table. Okay. And like literally last, uh, we still have requests for for investments, mm -hmm. and uh, we we like like uh, and along with requests, we have some new investors on board. So we had like two okay. two new funds coming mm -hmm. last uh, last month, right? Okay. This month is pretty, I should say honestly. So no no big investments, but but uh, literally every every month we have somebody. Yeah, we we had somebody. Is there a is there a yeah. prerogative uh, on the fund you raise as you are operating as a guild? So you yeah. have um, you have to um, you have expenses for operations, obviously, uh, running your operations, but you also have a side which is, uh, I believe, um, acquisition of in-game uh, assets, uh, in-game NFTs. So when investors invest in you do they say okay we trust you we trust your business and you do what you want with it or do they say some amount of this money has to be used to acquire nfts from the games does do you, so, how does it look like yeah so it's a big topic missing one uh i would say that uh as i as i can see on the market there are i think uh three basic uh three basic you know kind of models of what mm -hmm. I see right now, if we speak about the guilds, so the first model that's basically the uh, the tough one. So when a guild raises a lot of money, spends a lot of money on 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 marketing, uh, completes the AO, completes the TGE, right, buys a lot of NFT assets, and it was like November, December, buy NFT assets from different games, like thousands of these games, maybe even more, and then. Uh, gradually, month by month, they are losing the money because they have tokens locked, maybe some NFT locked, uh, and like the cost of NFT is dropping, and the earnings for the scholars dropping as well. Mm -hmm. Some of the games even went bankruptcy. We 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 know about this, uh, and and so this is the first model, right? So this is the toughest one. The second one is when and and that's what I see, right? Again. You had the IDO, you closed the cap table, had the IDO, had the TGE, but at some point you are rethinking your model and mm -hmm. see this from the guilds like uh, Crypto Gaming United, Merit Circle, guilds like mm -hmm. that. Uh, so they are creating something like ecosystem. I don't like this word, but it's like, you know, an ecosystem for me, it's like a, a different, different products under one mm -hmm. umbrella. That are connected, that are stimulate each other, right? Mm -hmm. So they're trying to create, along with the guild, they're trying to create some. They have some uh, uh, like gaming studios. They have some other investments. They have even some DeFi projects, you know, and and all of and so they are trying to diversify their portfolio, if I may say so. And there is a third model, and this is the model that we are trying to 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 to, to pursue, right? I'm not I'm not talking about the fourth model, which is like when the bad times hit. Like you are bankrupt, right? That's like out of the context, right? But mm -hmm. we are right now. What we are doing is okay. So we we haven't had your, we haven't launched yet, but we are not burning the money either. Uh, I mean, the money of the investors. 
So let's say back in the day, again, November, December, January, we had some investments into some uh, into some games, right? Mm-hmm. Which are from ROI perspective, and I think everyone is witnessing. I had um, a couple couple of uh, couple of weeks ago I had a meeting with one of the representatives of one big blockchain, mm-hmm. and he told me that mostly all of their invest, and so they have also a venture venture branch, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he told me, like honestly, that all of their investments they are negative in terms of, uh, right? And and that's fine because like this yeah. is this these are the times, right? But anyway, coming back to coming back to this thing, right? Uh, situation was that we needed to find a new model of dealing with the games because we still needed to have these NFTs, right? And what mm-hmm. we've been doing for for quite a while, not like for one day, for for three months at least, is that we try to negotiate uh, with the games favorable terms, win-win terms, mm-hmm. when they give us their NFT, it can be full ownership, can be NFT lease, can be whatever. Yeah. But we also kind of give back in exchange for their NFTs, we kind of give back marketing and PR in different forms, right? Players as well? And play, yeah, of course, of course. So so, so the uh, so all the NFTs that, that they lease us or they uh, give us, we 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 quickly find the the players for these NFTs and 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 they play the game. So the game actually gets uh, players. It gets uh, the, well the stable inflow of these gamers, and mm-hmm. it gets marketing. It gets some marketing from us. And we also kind of and this was one part of our evolution from being from from a model that we had back in November and mm-hmm. December to uh, to now, right? So. Um, I'm not going to lie. We've run through several waves of optimization, just because the market changed, and we just followed this, right? Mm-hmm. And um, uh, and right now we have the uh, like the 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 core team that is that is working on diversifying our portfolio. So what we have now is that we are we have negotiations and and deals, uh, close mm-hmm. deals with different with different games. The NFT, uh-huh. right? We have some. Um, we have land on Sandbox because we share the same uh, uh, the same uh, investor, which is Animoco Brands, right? Mm-hmm. That we're going to deploy there to, to have our our own game on Sandbox, and we're also dealing with some uh, some let's say mass brands, uh, football clubs, and whatever, trying to find synergies, trying to stimulate the mass adoption and, and things like that. Sponsorships and so on. Yeah, sponsorship, and this is kind of one of the. It's, it's okay. the, all the part of the package that we give to to the potential partner, right? Uh, that that can that is interested in, uh, uh, in 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 giving us in giving us this NFT. So at the end of the day, mm-hmm. right? Uh, our mission right now is to find, um, and you know, the more the more we go into the a, better a business market. model, find a yeah, business yeah. model. Yeah, yeah. Like like the more we go, you know, the more we go into the bearish market, the bo- yeah. the more I can say that every negotiation that you have you can't have um one product for all yeah. you need to have it customized for particular for, for, well so, we, i i talk to games you know on a daily basis yeah. and yeah. Uh, they all are so different and they all need to have this uh, customized so, offer for themselves there is there is a lot to unpack and that's really fascinating what you're saying because basically yeah. this is the evolution of what guilds are this is also yeah. a focus we we have we're trying to help guilds uh find a new business models and help guilds and games 
in their in their mission, you know. So Gil's business model operating in the metaverse and games uh, acquiring more users and and, and uh, spreading the word about what they do. So what you say is fascinating in the way that uh, I also want to walk yeah, to kind of say some some kind of words about what you do, right? Uh, during this bearish market, uh, the like the ability to give back this becomes more and more important, yeah. right? And these kind of uh, communities that are that are giving the access to many pro projects at once, this is just this is just great, right? And I'm always eager to participate in in events and to talk to people offline, online doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. Right, just to get to know, even mm -hmm. even it's not about like like business development, right? It's just about yeah. meeting people, right? And, yeah. Uh, uh, now is the time to make the relationship in in the bear market to really find who is a true builder, who is yeah. not, who is here for the quick bucks, and who is here for the long term, and then uh, like helping each other because there is no competition yeah. right now. It's just basically we're trying to expand the market in all directions. That's why we are here for. And so my my questions was. Uh, so there's there's two points. Uh, deals. So when you make a deal with a game right now, with your current business model. So ideally, the way guilds were working before, gaming guilds, where they buy NFTs from the games, they lend these NFTs to players that we call scholars. And their business model is they take a cut of the scholars' earnings because these are play-to-earn games. So when you have NFT from the game, you play the game, you earn crypto by playing the game. So the, the, the guild was this intermediary and taking a cut. Now, what I feel the new business model is uh, you're doing is that you are, you have an audience, you have players, you have operations, you go to see the games and you say to them, you will give me NFTs and I will offer you services. So you swap NFTs for services. Uh, or it can be future NFTs for future services because I believe many games are not live yet. So you just make a deal and say, when your game is live, we bring you this amount of players or whatever, and we'll get this amount of NFTs. So your business model is essentially you assess the game. You think it's a good game. They tell you uh, they will give you NFTs. You kind of assess how much NFT is going to be valued. And your yeah. job is to bring players to them and that the cost for you to bring players to them is lower than the NFTs that you will receive from them. And then your business model is the, 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 this difference between you bringing players to them and what NFT they, they give to you. This is a kind of new business model of guild. Uh, this is what, a, right? Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Well, generally speaking, yeah, that, that's, that, that's about it, right? Uh, but I, well, as, as, I, as I see it, like how it's been going for, for us, right? It's mm -hmm. about, you know, like long-term, um, long-term partnership with, with all the games. So mm -hmm. say inside my team, what I kept telling the guys and kept telling myself that uh, it doesn't, let's not think about, you know, grabbing as many, as many bucks as possible right now. Let's onboard the game. Let's show to their, let's meet the founders offline. Let's uh, uh, show them a good client service. Let's show them, uh, because you know, one of the, one of the things that like, like when I was joining crypto, right? I was told, "Look, this is like crypto. Nothing gives a gives a damn about you know their presence. All of the like all, everyone talks on Telegram. Like everyone's using NFTs in, instead of their avatars. Everyone is uh, anonymous and so on and so forth, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, twelve months later, what I see is that 
it doesn't work. Like people coming to crypto, right, and doing mm -hmm. business here, they are not aliens. They are ex-investment bankers, ex-marketers, ex-front-end, back-end developers, right? And they mm -hmm. were nurtured, they were raised in a, oh, let's say corporate or startup atmosphere, non-crypto ones, right? And mm -hmm. this even, you know, startup atmosphere, it requires some kind of client service, right? And by client service, I don't mean like when you when you have, you know, like missing item on your on your delivery and you call somebody, you know, it's, it's not about it. It's much wider, wider, uh, wider stuff, right? Mm -hmm. In other words, you cannot treat people, not ignore people and waiting for them to kind of purchase or 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 engage with your product because it's crypto right yeah and and this coming back to my initial idea that it's about creating long term partnership right and uh, and all so the you, negotiations so they also you're, you're, kind of require some time yeah. you're more of a so you are selecting you're not a deal uh, 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 how do you say you're not collecting deals you, your your business model is not like okay we are in a position of of strength in a way that we still have money for operations, we have players, we have an audience, we have marketing, and there are so many games out there right now that are in yeah. need of players. You could grab deals, so many deals, and you know uh, uh, that could be a, a, a smart business decision. Of course, then you need to deliver uh, when all the games come out, and, and you know bring the players in order to be uh, paid in, in, in the forms of NFTs. But this is not your strategy. You're not a, a deal grabber. Yeah, yeah. The the thing is that you know what I what I'd like to say regarding what you've been saying is mm -hmm. it's like you know the World Cup started right, and yeah. uh, I, I'm a really like a football fan, and I'm a, you also you also won. Um, so there were projects in the in the history of of, of football when, uh, like for instance, Real Madrid, the Galacticos, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When the idea was to 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 grab eleven stars. To, to put them on the positions and then this team will win everything. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they failed as a project, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the same, the same how I can feel with the games, right? So you cannot have only big stars, only, well, it's not like the right term, right? Because like I, I was about to say AAA titles, but blockchain gaming mm -hmm. doesn't have AAAs, right? But not let's yet. say how I how I call them what I, in the the best the best segmenting tool is basically mm -hmm. looking at their investors, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say games that have on board have several tier one uh, tier one uh, investors behind them, right? It's it's not like in the long term. I don't think it's a it's good to have them. You need to have um, you know, kind of kind of gray horses as well. Let's say yeah. like the middle of the road, the middle of the road games. Because back in the day, one of the one of the big stories that we have from our experience, we so when Axie crashed, right? Mm -hmm. It was like mm -hmm. a sequence of events, of course. But let's say there was one moment when kind of in a, in like 30 days the income decreased dramatically. Yeah. And and back in the day we had a game called Place War from the mm -hmm. Philippines. This game, well, it has never been so shiny, so bright, right? It was like normal game, right? But nothing expected anything gorgeous from it, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and we had it. But the thing is that when Axi crashed, how I call it, right? We had so many, uh, so many scholars just uh, yeah. 
you know, losing their job, right? And place for back then, back then, not now, right? Helped a lot in uh, keeping at least you know, like 70, 80% of their income, right? Which mm -hmm. means that you always need to, while creating your game portfolio, you, always, you need to think about diversifying. And it's not about like having, you know, like big five-star games, right? It's about diversifying. You mentioned the the scholarships and the scholars so this is something that has been pretty much criticized by a lot of people around i am not i'm not uh, criticizing as much i think scholarships even though i'm not sure the the wording the phrasing is great you know scholars and scholarship yeah, yeah. i don't know if it's yeah, great yeah, but mm -hmm. but we understand we understand what it makes and i think this model is very interesting which is basically nft lending to uh like offer opportunities of earnings to people uh, around around the globe and especially from uh, like underprivileged uh, uh, countries. The, the point is that scholarships were huge in Axe Infinity. People could make a lot of money. Yeah. What uh, you're still operating scholarships. I saw you mentioned uh, Place War. I think you, I saw you offering for Genopets, for Sidious Heroes. Sidious as well. What, yeah. uh, is it still a viable business model? What are the economics of scholarships today? Can you, can you take us, uh, walk us through that? Uh, it's a great passive income, I would say. Uh, so, in, you know, of course, like passive income can be considered in different ways, right? Some people mm -hmm. say that passive income, it's basically when you gain your interest rate, right? Some people say that passive income is, and I'm a supporter of that, is that kind of the, the thing that brings you the money and that doesn't require a lot of a lot of risks, let's say. For right? risk, yeah. so scholarships is is like this, right? What I've what I've what I have seen throughout like month, mm -hmm. right? And I kind of witnessed the climax of of GameFi back in November, late October and November, and then the, the absolute downfall of it as as it is today, and maybe it's going to be even worse throughout the, the next month. Uh, so the the thing is that it's it is still uh, a proper a passive income source right mm -hmm. for projects that are not aiming to get 100 access overnight right mm -hmm. i think we should forget about this at least yeah. for a year right about such 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 things right but 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 it's still a, a very a very good tool right uh, a couple of months ago i saw an article on time about mm -hmm. axi infinity a very a very loud article right mm -hmm. And they were, and so one of the things, one of the things that I don't like about how, let's say, business uh, community and journalists, uh, non-crypto journalists, perceive blockchain gaming is that they try to connect Axie Infinity failure with the whole Spheres failure, right? Mm -hmm. But as I can see, uh, it's just about the hype that is coming from one game to another, and mm -hmm. at the end of the day, this is the play with zero sum. Right. So let's say after Axis uh, failure, there was Stepan. Then there yep. were some other projects, right? That yep. you can get some 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 money on. Right now, yeah. of course, but right now you can't find anything. Even the latest release of Aptos, it wasn't yep. that that huge, right? It wasn't no, that huge comparing true. even to you know comparing to Solana and any other releases. Uh, yeah. And and today today so uh, in the in the scholarships you operate um like can you give us a sense of you are an operating uh guild giving scholarships yeah. active scholarship for these games so what is reality right now uh if, for instance i don't know uh, Gino Pets or side heroes 
uh, what how so how much can scholars in your guild make how much do you make on that so that would be great if you could t give us a bit of a figure so we understand what is the state of scholarship right now you know so let's say uh, I, I, I if you don't mind I wouldn't give you the numbers right but okay. the, uh, the like this like like how I call it the passive income part right okay this this means that uh, on a monthly basis we kind of it makes us self-sufficient right? this yeah. is what what is important right so we okay. are not burning the money we are self-sufficient right so you, are, you, you is, so the scholarship the scholarship uh, revenues uh, that yeah. your guild gets is enough yeah. to pay for your yeah. operations. Yeah. You yeah. are yeah. so you're you're saying that you are sustainable, yeah, as a guild just with the scholarship model. Yeah, well, I think yeah. that's 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 amazing to say because I think nobody would would have guessed that right now that you can be a, a sustainable guild with the scholarship model. I think it's it it's is. important for it people is. to know. So you are, yeah. and what games are you offering these scholarships for? So bef before that, you know what I what yeah. I would say, right? Of of course, like we kind of have recently uh, reached this this self sufficiency, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there are like two two like these medals have two sides. On one mm -hmm. side, yeah, we kind of self sufficient. On the other side. One of the things that also contributed to that, that's of course optimization. I just don't mm -hmm. want to lie, don't want to look like too kind of, you know, like a superhero, like a superman. Of course, during this bearish market, you need to, to do the optimization at the same time thinking about generating, right? So about the, ga about the games that we have right now, mm -hmm. so we have, uh, we have several, we have uh, more, we have, which is still kind of uh, brings the money. Right, which is kind of, yeah. I mean, in my opinion, this is very. Uh, which one you said? I think it, it cut slightly. Yeah, place for place for place for okay. I, I told the place for so place for still generates the money. So mm -hmm. right now, right now, no one wants to place to play Axie, for instance, but people still play uh, place for. So we have Cytus, and I'm really proud that we have we were one of the early investors back in the day in Cytus, and this is kind of. Let's us so right now they're launching new products and mm -hmm. they're doing a great job uh, into you know re reshaping what they have and we as an early as an early investor we can count on some benefits from them mm -hmm. right and uh, so yeah we have we have pets we have uh, we have some other some other NFTs that we are waiting to launch like for instance Delium. Mm -hmm. uh, rebel bots this uh these projects and yeah, we have no, some projects that are that that we are testing right now that we are getting the revenue but we haven't announced yet right okay. and this is the results of of our recent you know negotiations that we have so one of the things yeah yeah go ahead sorry go ahead no no i just i just also you know to um to mention one important thing is that even though you know i kind of said passive income uh, uh like the, the guys who are willing you know to to step probably into this uh to mm -hmm. this business right they should they should always think that it's not going to be like for instance you have your bank account and you kind of just collecting your interest rate it's not like this no, so the more games active. you have every game is original every game has its uh updates as it's like what what for instance what we are witnessing right now and this kind mm -hmm. of even wider topic that's that the games are uh, moving from the the I call it game five 1.0 mm -hmm. uh, they are learning learning from mistakes 
and they are moving to GameFi 2.0 model. Mm -hmm. so many many games they kind of for instance so what what they generally need to do is that they need to create some burning mechanisms that will yeah. enable to control uh token inflation yeah because and, you're uh, you're playing the extraction game still so you need some tokenomics that are functioning otherwise the 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 income is not isn't going to be sustainable and it's what we call a ponzinomics so uh, yeah, how how is it still working? Do, do do you think some games that you are currently offering scholarships for have somehow uh, solved this pandemics problem or no? They are, you know, they are moving from uh, they are moving from. Um, so let's say you know what uh, how I would how I would define this is that they they launched right. And mm -hmm. what I see, even the, the the biggest games backed by by tier one funds, uh, with their tokenomics, they cannot be sure whether it's right or not, mm -hmm. right? And it's fine because you're mm -hmm. a startup, right? Uh, but but what you do in the next weeks and next month, this is what kind of so let's say for instance Cyrus, right? Yeah. Cyrus uh, has never uh, changed their tokenomics, right? Well, for instance, one of the things that we have right now with one of the games is they're doing the worst thing. So what they do, let's say the most common way of, of dealing with your inflation is cut the income, right? So let's say you kind of earn $100 next month, just an announcement coming from, uh, from the developers, right, buddy? Right now you're going to, uh, to earn $50 instead of $100. And that's it, mm -hmm. right? And this is what destroys uh, trust yeah. among the users, you know. And uh, this is this is the worst case, but this is the most common. This is the most common. In this way, the games that are not yet released, they are in a more fav favorable position because they can't mm -hmm. think about uh, of how this about model. It. Yeah, yeah, beforehand. And this is actually this is actually one of the advantages that we have, right? As as a project, because we can experiment yeah. with different models. Instead you of think, uh, you think uh, NFT lending, so scholarships, kind of, or NFT lending, will remain yeah. powerful in in our industry? Do you think the uh, scarcity of NFTs in order to play games will remain, and the scholarship models will will still be uh, uh, viable? I think so, but it definitely needs uh, proper uh, rebranding. Mm -hmm. like, I agree with you. the The word guild, the word scholar, scholarship, it doesn't reflect what, uh, like, what is uh, what is behind it, right? I think it's too niche. It's too underground, right? Yeah. Practically, practically uh, you know, it's about um, kind of. How I want how I want this project to evolve, want this model to evolve is basically you have a game and the game mm -hmm. has some needs. It needs gamers, it needs testers, it needs marketing, it needs PR, it needs intros to funds, it needs intros to another games in case they want to 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 partner, right? And the guild mm -hmm. becomes this um, how you call it, not a broker, but a mentor, right? Yeah to 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 these games right so i just yeah. i just want to like because practically that that's what a guild does right any any yeah. big guild that that, that yeah. you go to they do all of that they yeah. do all of that and and especially if let's say 
if let's say a guild is from some region and the game is from some region then it's kind yeah. of synergy right um so i i think i think it, it it will remain definitely it will remain because the guilds by mm -hmm. by their things by uh, during the ne next bullish run uh having liquidity they will be the main uh the main investors into the games like like do you, think, do you think now is a good time to launch a guild no it's not it's not it's i think not. it's uh like like for instance we have some some talking to some games and they say guys we plan to launch in january we are not ready to negotiate and the next thing that i that i that i uh, thought was you are not going to launch in january oh yeah no that's you, for sure you will that's for sure this. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and you know it's kind of suspicious when somebody says they're going to launch in january because you could say you could have said this in january 2022 but 2023 that's uh, that's yeah. different the things that you know that i that i'd like to to i think the main pusher for the whole industry and it's not only about guild games it's mm -hmm. about um, um uh, uh, software as a service companies it's about like uh employees as well uh having more triple uh, a uh, well in a blockchain gaming in triple a type because right now what we see uh not many what we have live is just let's say 20 percent of what they what they can do what they can mm -hmm. bring and the main problem is still not solved right so the main problem is that the uh, the game developers they do not give them experience so let's say you don't earn the money mm -hmm. if you do not give the opportunity to, to earn the money then you will lose the the uh the players like next day right like like 95 percent of the projects right and this is what what worries me right so the sooner mm -hmm. we kind of go there uh the better the better, uh it will be for everyone okay i see no that's 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 um really uh interesting way to 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 see things it's definitely something that that echoes with 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 us me i used to say and i still say that it's a great time to launch a guild i'm going to tell you why because uh, I think right now you can start with low capital and low audience. And there are so many games that you can negotiate deals with. And now you can, so you can go to games and, and, and you, have a deal. You, because I think I didn't catch you when, when you were saying this. By launching a guild, do you mean uh, launching just the um, infrastructural part? Or do you mean... Yeah, start launching... your guild. No, not the token, not the fundraising. Okay, yeah, just okay, yeah. start as an individual as okay a guild and in the way that like yeah, you yeah. don't have capital you don't necessarily have audience you go see games you say okay yeah. i will make That's a deal with you yeah. and i will bring you this amount of players or yeah. this amount of services for later and games right now they're very open to that so sure. it's, a, it's a good time to start with very few and yeah. you know make your way in this space and, and kind of uh, enter this new model business model for guilds where you will have many deals and then when games finally come to life you will deliver the service and and you will have a leverage to do that which are the nfts or tokens they will offer you in exchange of you bring them players for instance and then your model will yes. be okay so you will share these nfts to players. so for me it, it, it's a perfect timing to launch a guild and grab so many great deals and and obviously not all the deals will go through as you mentioned some games will never come to life but that's okay yeah. because you do not spend upfront 
you do not lose money uh you don't lost you not lose much time so yeah that's that's kind of uh, uh the the model and actually we are collecting for us in crypto deals um mm -hmm. many deals from from games so games can come to a platform and publish a deal saying yeah, how many yeah, yeah, they yeah. will pay per daily active user and so all deals can come and contact the games and you know fill in the deal so that's one of the things we that's, we, we that's, offer that's what i'm talking about right so yeah. it can be it can be so in in uh, marketing there is a, a term called uh, affiliate program right yeah. affiliates yeah. i feel like uh, uh cost per per action platforms and all of yeah. that stuff when you say this right let's say affiliate mm -hmm. program versus yeah. we are a guild right mm -hmm. it kind of makes difference right but the meaning yeah. is is name. that's that's what i'm talking about yeah like yeah. the uh most of the guilds their their main um how you call it like their main value is basically their network right yeah but uh, but what i what i want to see is the evolution going into tech going into infrastructure are you right. using uh yeah are you using infrastructure to for instance delegate your assets to lend your assets or is it uh, in, in what you see in games uh, games are built too differently there is not there is no one way to centralize and 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 like uh, smoother all your lending and all your scholarships how you're how you're managing all of that uh i can give you an example of um of KULs from 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 let's say I, I keep calling it like classical world but i can't can't like this is the only way i can differentiate right while referring to crypto versus the classical world so mm -hmm. there are plenty of platforms that mm -hmm. lets a brand connect with with a blogger right yeah some of them prosper some of them don't right but at the end of the day they kind of provide uh, provide some uh, some services right mm -hmm. and these are the services that have uh high demand among brands because it kind of again lowers the threshold right mm -hmm. lending lending nfts right this kind of like automated automated way of doing this these things yes mm -hmm. but again from what we see is that it's still game that uh there is the decision maker right and what i what i see is that uh in my opinion the uh well, it's kind of it's kind of the question: what comes first, a, a chicken or or an egg, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A gamer or or a game? In my opinion, it's a game, right? Okay. And in my opinion, everything that a guild does and everything that a guild can do, will do, it should be, it should like let's say eighty percent of the focus should be on on developing uh, relationships. And by developing relationships, I mean like a, a very broad broad part. But in, with, in uh, the in, in the in the like management of 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 lending so you say that uh you rely on games as solutions or you uh how do you, you have a management system built in-house for dealing with all your your scholars and your assets and and paying them out or how do you how do you do that this is one of the bottlenecks that uh that i think that that we have definitely and that i think the whole sphere has is that um you know, uh, kind of games. They, uh, some of the games, they are kind of. It's not. It's not about you know the the, the mass audience that 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 kind of thinks about scholarships and and this thing in a negative way. It's about the mm -hmm. games that think, oh, why do we need scholars? This mm -hmm. is uh, this is not a viable uh, structure, viable 
system, right? And and what they do to to replace this, they do mm -hmm. nothing. They do not provide gameplay, like I told. They do not provide any engaging gameplay loops mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. I remember talking to one guy who is like screening 400 games on bases, and uh, he asks like founders, uh, "What's your gameplay loop?" Right? Mm -hmm. He he says that like. Let's say one one founder from every five or one represent game representative out of five always asks, "What is the gameplay loop? Mm -hmm. What do you mean by that?" Right? So it's it's crazy, right? And mm -hmm. and coming back to your to your question regarding the the, man, the management tool, um, it all comes to to the thing that you cannot uh, uh, well at least we we haven't managed to universalize all of the games, right? Mm -hmm. Because every new patch, every new update, every new thing, right? It's not about yeah. like managing, but it's all about income, you know, controlling that all. It kind of ruins the whole system. In, in okay. for instance, in esports, well, not in esports, in like in gaming, there is a term called meta. And when somebody changes the meta, everything changes. So, for instance, yeah. uh, uh, let's say let, let's take Dota 2 or League of Legends, right? Mm -hmm, every mm -hmm. new every new character that pops up every new update that comes up every new mm -hmm. meta update right it leads to whole new experience and you need to retrain yourself and you need to think your your gaming strategy the same thing with that right and we are we are we are really we're really struggling with that thing is yeah. it's all about it's all about like again it's coming back to the to the relationship because if Game is really interested in 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 dealing with guilds, and I honestly, at this point, mm -hmm. I do not see any reasons for any game to mm -hmm. skip talking to guilds, to skip having to skip having scholars. Right? Mm -hmm. It's crazy uh, how sometimes how like mm -hmm. negative they are towards towards yeah. scholars and whatever. I I love what you said. You said two fascinating things right now. I, I think you you mentioned so first that you cannot uh, automatize uh, the lending and the scholarship process because it changes all the time. So you need yeah. to be really uh, following everything and kind of do it manually for now because games are so different from one another. And the second thing, which is really fun, is that you say games that criticize scholars uh, saying, oh, uh, play to earn or blockchain gaming or Web3 games are not a thing because of scholars and scholarships. So we're not gonna do anything for scholars and scholarships, and now they don't do anything, and now they have no yeah. players. So if you if you're Agreed. bad, uh, you, you, yeah. you criticize scholars, but now you don't have scholars and you have no players. So Absolutely. then who who is the problem now? A who good example, a good example yeah. of that is the the like how you perceive betting betting companies. Yeah. So let's say relationships between esports globally and betting companies, they have mm -hmm. always been the. You know, like it's a gray zone baiting, like getting the money from poor people, it's something bad and whatever, right? Yeah. This is head of the metal. On the other side, baiting companies have been sponsoring esports for decades now. Yes. Many esports club and the whole esports sphere, they kinda uh, uh, thrive because of because of because of baiting, because of baiting baiting companies, right? And this is yeah. how you treat that. Of course. It's uh, it's not really great to to bet, right? If you are doing this for fun, it's it's great, right? Because one of the things that betting does is that when you bet on a team and you watch football, let's say, 
it kind of engages you more in into mm-hmm. into watching right because you have your money bets on on on, on some car. of course if you do this uh, to earn the money or anything else it's uh, it's really negative right but at the end of the day again like you shouldn't like shoot your in your leg right yeah because yeah. guilds they have been a part of the sphere they have been investing in in many games like yeah. you know like lots of lots of the games and it's not only about you know like win-win partnership that that we are That's trying true. to do right now it's about giving real money to the games Right. Yeah, and 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 that's what you, I, actually I think that's what games need. You need financially incentivized players, financially incentivized organization when you start your game, because they will bring uh, uh, content, they will bring communities, they will bring uh, a playership. So this is what you need, and and as a game, this is just so much of a win for you. Instead of of paying uh, zillions of dollars in uh, user acquisition on uh, on uh, Facebook, TikTok, or whatever, you go to guilds, you offer them future tokens or future NFTs in exchange of services. And that is just a win. So yes, you need to think about your gaming loops and how you create value for these tokens and, 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 and so on and so forth. But they are bringing you a community of active players engaged, developing content, developing loops, giving you feedback. And that for the game, it's no cost to do it. Anyway, I, I'm, I'm so um, on the same that's page a, with you. Yeah, that's the pain that we, that we share. Yeah, and yeah. Like, the thing is that so my my idea is that if let's say so one of the one of the greatest things that blockchain gaming is, is that you have a game that you really enjoy playing mm-hmm. and you will be even more engaged into this game if you know that you own the what you what you achieve and you can earn yeah. the money from it right yeah so let's say following that logic if your game is engaging right then and gameplay loops are all all right uh, then your players, right? They will be playing your game even without the money. But having the money to be paid for these gamers, that's all yeah. right because they yeah. it engages them more. Yeah. And sometimes, like, uh... like the founders of the games, like I meet them, they are so into the thoughts that their game will change the world, mm. and their game will be played by people without any incentives. They mm. are sort of like. You know, flying up in the skies, right? Which is great for founders, right? And for this energy batteries and energy that they need to give to their people, like being leaders. That's true. But That's true. but sometimes they should listen more to marketers, in my opinion. Yeah, because tra- traditional gaming, what they do, they uh, they give the money to the platforms and they trick players with uh, some uh, very addictive uh, uh, ads. So yeah. they onboard play in the first place, and then they trap them into uh, gaming loops, which are very addictive, which is fine, but that's how it is. Web3, if you incentivize players to come at the beginning where your game is not great, you have guilds, organization, and players that are financially incentivized, they are aligned with you to build a great game. So they give you feedback, you build a great game with a very active and, and incentivized a, a community. So it's just, for me, it's a superior model in every uh, in every direction and stop giving money to TikTok and Meta and give it to the players. No, that, that's but, for sure. I think any game that is about to launch yeah. uh, or or is about to go to to test their game, they should really like spend some time open Google Docs and on the yeah. two or three pages, yeah. just make a very clear guild relationship program. Yeah. Like what they can give, what guilds can give, 
and find the synergies, right? Because yeah. right now, as I can feel, it's mm -hmm. more coming from the guilds. Like the yeah, exactly, the exactly. I mean, I'm coming to so many games and tell them, okay, publish your deals on CryptoGuest platform, put yeah, yeah. your price per daily active user. So right now in CryptoGuest, you can see games and their deal and you see how much they offer. So for instance, we have deals, uh, games offering 20 cents per daily active user per day. And they will pay out in NFTs. Mm -hmm. They will pay out in NFTs or tokens. Yeah, uh, I actually, I, I don't know. So you say 20 cents per daily active user per day in future tokens or, or NFTs is not is not a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think this is actually the price of uh, of, of of a link clicked. You know, like the yeah. like oh, of course, it's kind of, let's say a benchmark, a very general yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. And also, it's 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 NFT. They pay out in NFTs and tokens, so yeah, it's yeah. also something you need to consider as a, as a as a as a guild. Okay, so we're getting uh, to the end of this interview. I have one question I want to ask to you, which is a question I ask to every single person I interview here. Sure. It is called the meta question. So mm -hmm. the question is the following: If life is a game, and you can go up to level one hundred, what is your current level? Hmm. Interesting. I think it's uh, it's. I think it's my age actually, mm -hmm. because I would love to live to one hundred years. So it's twenty seven. Okay, so you're twenty seven. Okay, actually, I'm twenty seven as well. No. Same. Great, great, great. <laughs> so you're you're level twenty seven. Okay, fair yeah. enough. And how do you win the game? Uh, feel happy every day, like waking up in the morning. Uh huh opening the curtains, seeing the sun shining, mm -hmm. maybe sea, right, ocean. Uh -huh. And just, you know, just feeling happy. Like, so you cannot describe this feeling, right? Because every every person, every individual uh, thinks happiness in, in his or her own way, right? Uh -huh. But definitely every person knows what happiness is. And definitely I think the overall goal of our lives is to feel happy every day. So this is uh, kind of, uh -huh. if I can feel it, let's say if I can live, let's say months, for instance, uh -huh. waking up every day and feeling absolutely happy every day, I think this is kind of mission accomplished thing for me. Okay, like uh, Avos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Avos. You know, you speak Russian, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I speak as well, and it's, it, it reminds me of the concept of uh, Avos a bit. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. why. Okay, it was uh, really a uh, pleasure to have you, Constantine. Fascinating interview. Yeah, I think yeah, we really we really dove deep into the, the how-to of what guilds do today. Like, really, how do they make business? And how, how why are they so relevant, mm -hmm. even though everybody is criticizing us right now? which is a great because this is how you size an opportunity when not sure. everybody agrees on an industry, on a sector, but the builders know exactly what they're doing and, they're, and they are preparing for, for what's next. So that's why right now I think the opportunity is great. Uh, uh, so it was a, a pleasure. Uh, yeah, well, thank you very much for having me. Thank you very much. Have a, have a great day and bye yeah, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye.